Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> That's crazy. wonderful. Oh my god! Wait, let me try something. Uh huh. Can you still hear me? I can. Awesome. 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 Well, uh, I-, I guess we're in here now. Nick Hubeck, it's great hearing your voice. Oh, it's been so long. This sucks. I'm gonna be back at Mammoth soon, though, and I'm staying for basically all of May. Just Wonderful. the pool. Uh, how long do you have your house? Till June. You do have it till June. Yeah. How long do you guys have we're, it? We're booted at the twentieth. I can at least bet some time. You know, I thought you were gonna say something like the tenth or like the thirteenth. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I remember last year I was till the very final day of the month, so that's what I was expecting this year. And then they, I saw in the lease that it was till the twentieth. I'm like, well, that fucking sucks, especially since. There's a very good chance they at one point they mentioned that the twentieth could be the day that we stop like they get rid of the whole like quarantine, and if I have to move out the day that they remove it, I'm gonna be pissed. Well, honestly though, if you and Vin want to stay at my house for the rest of the duration, like from like May twentieth to to the thirty first, you guys can. Like if everyone just oh, like, God. yeah, dude, that'd be fucking sick. All of us just born. Mm-hmm. Boop. Boop. All right. Um, which uh, so I can like trim everything um once it's actually fully recorded. So I'll just I'll we could do like a start real quick at some point, and then I could just trim whatever we need to. Um, right, right. What um, which one of the three do you want to do first? Um, we could do we could do top ten top, top 10, ten players. All right, word. All right. So let me see. Can I? Hmm. So before it was letting me flag spots, and now it's not. Interesting. All right. Well, I'll just remember a trade around too. All right. Uh, I don't know how to fucking open this because I don't. Have, do I have a name for this? Um. <laughs> Crap. It's the weekly sports report, bro. It is the weekly. <laughs> it is the weekly sports report. Um, we've just got a bit of a different uh different format. So welcome everyone that is listening. Um, sadly, due to, uh, everything that's been going on, uh, we've been forced to, uh, move from our normal two hour on air show to, uh, we're making podcasts now and, uh, Ryan is not here with us, but I do have Joe with me and I'm Nick, obviously, uh, Joe, how have you been? I'll tell you what, it's been brutal without sports, but we can still talk about them. You know, we can still talk about it. There's still a lot to talk about. There's still a lot to talk about, so I'm ready to get after it. And um, we don't have too much. To, we don't have our uh, our normal two-hour segment, uh, a little bit shorter of a time, so we're going to get right into it. Um, topic we're talking about for today's podcast, um, sticking with uh, some NBA topics on the show. Um, we both came in today with our top 10 players uh, currently in the league, and we're just going to kind of go down our list, compare them, debate them, see what we have in common, see what we uh, see what we disagree with, and kind of just see where it takes us from there. So, yes, sir. So I'm thinking we both just start at our number one spot, and if it's kind of the same, just kind of talk like just talk about each player a little bit, and uh, once we start getting some different ones, then we can get a little uh, little debate in there as we go on. So oh, this is exciting. Okay, I am excited. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, you're the guest. I'll let. 
Um, do you have at your? Are we going from? Are we going from top to bottom or? Bottom you know what? To, to for dramatic uh, effects, let's go ten to one. I like that. Right. And because I think those are also where my more questionable exactly. ones are. That because I threw mine a, too. I threw a couple interesting ones in All there. Right. My number ten is Damian Lillard from the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. I, I, I like that a lot. I do have Lillard on my list. However, he's not in my 10 spot. I've got um, someone that I'm not – I wasn't uh, very sure if I should include him on the list because there are many players in the league with better stats than him. But the winning record shows, so I threw him in there. Jimmy Butler. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm giving Jimmy Butler some Jimmy love. Butler. First – First player already making hot takes. Holy moly! <laughs> um, I just I throw him in there because, you, like, the last three teams he's been on, he makes them winning teams. Like, you look at Miami right now; they were not a good team the year before. Now he is there, and they were going to be in around the top half of the playoffs, finishing in the East. Year before that, Sixers, closest they've been to the finals in years. And despite them still being a good team, um, they've struggled a little bit this year. They've struggled a little bit in the past. But when they had him, they really did look their best. And then even going back to Minnesota, Minnesota had playoff years with Jimmy Butler or year. I forget exactly we, how long I remember he was we, there. We but, talked um, about that on the show. I think it was yeah, we 2018 did. or 2017. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Butler's just a winning player. And, like, I don't even think he's averaging more than, like, maybe 17 points right now with the Heat. But that's all he needs to do because that, that mentality that he has is just crazy. I'll, I'll tell you what. And Miami, they were having a, a great season up until all this happened. Um, you said it on Minnesota. And then, you know, that he was very successful on Philly as well. But one thing I do want to point out that doesn't really show up in uh, statistics. Um, what do you think of the chemistry with him in the locker room? And obviously you could only. Oh, it's a huge. Yeah, thing. you could only base your opinion on, on articles and, and stuff you see on social mm-hmm. media. Which is a tough thing which is, to do because we really don't know entirely what the whole deal is. But there's two, there's two sides um, to every story. But do you. Right. From everything that. That because I'm, I mean, Nick, you're a massive basketball fan. I'm sure you read into this stuff all the time, and there has been a lot of, a lot of news circulating around Butler. Obviously, not now during the virus, but while everyone was playing, you know, there was, uh, there were some headlines. Oh, there absolutely were, and um, I think, I don't think that comes to him being a bad locker room guy. I think that comes to him being an expressive locker room guy. And a huge thing in the NBA that I think, like you just mentioned, is very important that people don't like really look at too much is team chemistry. You need guys that can like work well together. Like um, one of these players is going to be mentioned on the list, obviously later, James Harden, him and Chris Paul together did not work. You can't just put two players that do not play well together just because the, like people thought Chris Paul was terrible after they got rid of him. No, it was just the fact that he, they, him and Harden did not like playing together. Now you have him on a team that he, I think, enjoys playing for with the OKC Thunder, at least a lot more than people thought he would. 
and he's back to looking like Chris Paul. So in Minnesota, yeah, Butler wasn't the best in the locker room for them, but it's because the other players on that team didn't mesh with that kind of intensity. Where now in Miami, he can kind of be – it's literally Jimmy Butler, this veteran, like, insane energy guy with a bunch of young guys he could just lead. And I'm sure he loves that. He's that that's the kind of that's the kind of setting and players around him that he needs, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um all right. Uh so you ha who was your person? It was Lillard. Um well we could get more into him now as well because I have him in my next spot actually. Okay. Um, but who do you have for number nine? Number nine, nine I have Joel Embiid. I know, mm. I know. I, I wasn't – it was a toss-up between him and a couple other players. Um, I was mm-hmm. thinking of putting Luka in the top ten. I was thinking of putting Westbrook in the top ten. I was even thinking of throwing um, Paul George in the top ten. But mm-hmm. – what? All very good choices, but – um. So I'll let you go off of him a little bit, and then we could both kind of go with uh, Lillard ha- both having him. Um, why Embiid in there? Despite what people believe, um, I personally think that Joel Embiid is the best player on the 76ers, not Ben Simmons. And I think, because listen, Ben Simmons, he has great court vision. He's a leader, but he doesn't shoot. You know, I mean, granted, he was he started to progressively – shoot three-pointers this year, you know, as we saw. But every time he did Mm -hmm. shoot, sometimes not only would he miss, but when it did go in, the highlight would be on Bleacher Report, just him hitting a three-pointer, right? And Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid was already doing that. And and that's not even getting into everything else that Joel Embiid could do. Offensively in the post, he has a a great shot. He has a great three-point shot as well. And I thought... With all the recent success that Philly has had in the past couple of years, a lot of it translates back to Joel Embiid. So let me ask you, do you think, um, because there's been a lot of talk about this too, do you think the Sixers can be successful with both of them? And if not, which one do they keep? Do they keep so Embiid? So it's funny you say that. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, controversy around that topic, whether they could, they could succeed together or if, or if they, they'll they're or Philly's better off with, with just one or the other. Um, personally, if you were to get rid of one, I think Ben Simmons is the one you let go of. That's just what I think. Mm-hmm. Granted, Embiid has some injuries history as well. Embiid does have the injury issue. So, I think it, it's just so hard to, to analyze because we don't know how they would play without each other. That's very true. We've never seen either of them without each other. Besides, besides the fact when they're hurt. Um, when they like first came into the league, I guess. But I think giving Philly some credit because they've been a good team the past couple of years, I, want, I gave Joel Embiid that nine spot. All right. Um, Joel Embiid, uh, spoiler, is not on the ah. list. I am not a huge Joel Embiid fan. Um, although I'm a, I'm a even smaller Ben Simmons fan. So I do agree with you that Embiid is better than Simmons. Um, but I don't, I just, I like going back to my, I was basically going through this list. I was like, would I rather have this 
who would I rather have on my team? And that's how I kind of went through this. And I, I'll be honest, if I have the right pieces around me, I would rather have Jimmy Butler. Interesting. And uh, now going into this one, uh, the ninth pick, uh, Lillard, um, which you had at 10. Um, by when the season stopped, he was right in the top of the league, I believe right around like fourth or fifth or sixth maybe in scoring. He was averaging right around 29 points a game, four rebounds and eight assists. Uh, his team is struggling, however which I don't know if that's due to him, if it's due to players they lost, if it's due to players on his team that weren't playing well. I know CJ McCollum wasn't really having as good of a year that he normally would have. Um, but I love Lillard. I think he deserves a lot of credit. He's a, he's a ball. Um, listen, I love Damian Lillard too. I really do. And low-key, I'm a closet uh, Portland Trailblazers fan, you know? I I, do I, like I feel like everyone roots for them in the playoffs because everyone loves Damian Lillard, but you you can't ignore the simple fact that they've been having a dreadful season, you know. Which I really don't understand. Going from the three seed to probably not even going to make and the playoffs. There's been predictions. Obviously, we don't know if the NBA season is going to continue or not, but the predictions were. Um, if this, because I believe the the playoffs would be starting fairly soon. Playoffs would have started uh, this okay. past Friday. I they think. had Portland in the postseason, so the the uh, professionals, the professional analysts, I guess they uh, they think they thought that that uh, Portland would turn it around. Um, it's I want to say they they weren't playing bad collectively because obviously I know they were they were like what nine ten games under 500 but they blew so many games at the end they played well for three quarters and then lost the game in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter Mm -hmm. saw that a numerous amount of times and there's obviously some blame that goes to Lillard but you can't squarely throw it all on him absolutely not it's just brutal because they've also had their share of injuries as well. It just, mm-hmm. uh, they have. it's just been a, a, a brutal year for Portland. It is you and you hope that uh, maybe they could find something in the off season. Uh, some, cause they do need some help off the bench, some other smaller pieces. Um, and maybe if they can do that and Lillard can keep doing what he does and McCollum can get back to doing what he does. Uh, you get Nurkic back from injury. And maybe they could get right back on track. I, um, I remember watching yeah. that Nur- What's his name? Nurchich. Nur- Yusuf Nurchich. Um, I I can't say his name, but I I remember <laughs> I remember watching uh that uh that injury uh, take place against uh, that was the Brooklyn Nets. All my roommates and I we were watching the game. I think it was like the fourth quarter, going into overtime. It was a great game. I think the Nets eventually lost, but. I remember watching uh, the the uh, the replay. I think it was his mm-hmm. his ankle, if I remember correctly. Something like but it, that. It was yeah. it was a brutal injury. Oh, it was tough. It was really tough. Um. All right, now going into our eighth spot. Who do you have so there? This. I don't know if you agree with this, and honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know if I agree with this. 
and it's my own list. <laughs> but I'm taking, I'm taking a lot into consideration here. I gave my eighth spot to Kyrie Irving of the Brooklyn Nets. I know, wow. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joe's list. And Joe doesn't know. A couple of things. Ooh. A couple of things played into uh, Kyrie. Myself giving Kyrie the uh, the eighth spot, and it it comes down to obviously his injuries have been brutal. Um, I love. I absolutely loved Kyrie when he was a Cav. That mm-hmm. you know I agree. that and that 2016 finals arguably the best we've ever seen and uh, at least for our generation me and you growing up and watching basketball mm-hmm. he made that obviously a lot of a lot of love goes to lebron james but kyrie irving was absolutely electric oh. in that series people talk about that block at the end talk about kyrie's step back 3 that won it at the one end. of the like that's that's one what of I the clutchest shots we've ever seen Oh my god! In a very long time, and I, I'm kind of biased, you know. But mm-hmm. the Kyrie of of the Boston Celtics and the Kyrie of the Brooklyn Nets, oh, and it's ruined him for me. I'll be honest. Not not only has it has it ruined him, but we're not even talking about team chemistry. What we talked about before with Jimmy Butler, and and all the negative articles around him and he's a bad leader and there's just a lot that that, that that there's not a lot of good for Kyrie the past couple years but regardless I still give him that eighth spot because I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt number one and number two his handles not only his handles could be the his handles are better than time. Damian Lillard's again like it's no disrespect they're better than than, than, than Steph Curry. And it's close. And it's close. Oh, they are. Stephs are very, very awesome as well. But I, I'm going to give my eight spot to Kyrie Irving. And ma- hopefully he can turn it around this year. Um, uh, I think he definitely, like, that's definitely a spot he can get to. I just, like you said, with all the negative stuff around him, I've grown to really not like him as much as I used to. I love his game. I think he is a very talented player. Like I said, I think he is possibly the greatest handler of all time. Um, but did not crack the list for me. So who is number eight on Nick Hubeck's list? So number eight is someone that you mentioned before, I think, as not making your list, unless he happens to be higher up. Um, ah, I knew it. Um, Luca this season was averaging 29, nine and nine. Um, he, he just looked insane out there. I, I don't know what else, how else to put it. The, the step back jumpers are unmatched to anyone. He has this weird, like, it's like, he doesn't look athletic, but he is athletic. He doesn't look fast, but he's like quick and like crafty. I really don't understand how it works. But, like, he's a walking bucket. He's got the height and strength to finish inside. And some of the passes and fakes he has just are astounding to me. And I think that team is very close to becoming a very successful team in this league with him leaving them. You know, his fan, uh, his, my bad, his, um, uh, 
his passing, his his shooting, his step back threes. And it's fun because he's not built. He's built he's like not. me and you. You know what I mean? Like he's not a massive guy. He he remind like he reminds me of like of like and this was someone who was very close to making my list. I'm actually upset that he didn't make it. Um, because Lillard was someone that I actually added in last second because I forgot about him. Um, or no, someone else that I forgot about that's actually next on my list. Uh, I forgot about, but I wanted Jokic, Jokic yeah. on my list Jokic, very badly. Yeah. And he reminds me almost of Jokic and not just because he's also like one of these foreign players that come over. He just doesn't look like he's an athlete, but he is. I'll tell you what, Luka Don- Doncic makes fans go absolutely delirious with everything he does on the court. Oh, and my God. Absolutely. I kind of – because I didn't include him. Spoiler alert. He was close to making my top ten. I don't know Nick Hubeck, but I, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Now we are in the – what is this? The sixth uh, spot? One, two, three, four, five, seven. Yes. Uh so my seventh spot, I gave it to Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Steph yes. Curry. Uh, it, it's a shame we didn't get, we really didn't get to see him play much this season. Um, I've never been a fan of the Warriors, but you really you can't hate you, Steph Curry. If you hate, if you hate Steph Curry, you're just a hater. You know, like there's no reason, like. Like the player I hate the most in the NBA is probably very close to being Kevin Durant, and it's because of his Warriors run. But you can't hate like Curry. You can't hate him. And honestly, I love Clay Thompson. I think he is an insane player. And both of them were brought up and drafted by that team. I hate Draymond, but you yes. also like he was also drafted on that team. But his personality just bothers me. Um, but Curry is a great player, and you really can't hate him for it. The scrutiny that Steph Curry does receive, personally, I don't think he deserves it. I think he deserves a oh, tremendous amount of respect. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned Draymond Green. Draymond Green's annoying. People don't like Draymond Green, not because he's uh, a good basketball yes, player, but because he's a – oh, can we curse on here? Or... Oh, that's a great question. Because I he's would... a jerk. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. I th- I would think we can because it's not live. Um, but when yeah. it's all said and done, I think in the grand <laughs> scheme of things, Steph Curry is not only the face of the Golden State Warriors. I'm not going to say he's the face of basketball, but he's 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 up there. You know, he 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 yeah, absolutely is. Evolutionized the game. There is a period of. There's a period of time on that during that finals run where I'd say he was the face for a little bit. And he I was thinking about giving him a higher slot, but I, I decided to uh to roll with him for my seventh for my seventh mm-hmm. spot. Alright, well, for my seventh spot, I went with uh the first um actually no, you had you had Embiid. Never mind. I was gonna say the first big man, but I guess the second big man to make this list, the first big man on my list, um, and that would be Anthony ah, Davis. Okay. Um, 
I mean, un- I think he's the best traditional big man. I guess there's one or two players left on this list that could be considered big men, but like Davis is an actual like power forward slash center position. I think he is the best traditional big man in the league and he's not even traditional like he shoots like he handles the ball like there's no such thing as a traditional center anymore realistically but he had one of the greatest defensive seasons he's had um in his career this past season um he he locks down on offense and defense he's just an overall very good big man to have for your team and I don't think there's anyone else I would choose above him to have as my big man I don't know if you remember this I think it was the last I I think it was the last year Golden State uh won the uh won the NBA finals that last year that Durant went off I think correct me if I'm wrong but when Anthony Davis was still uh New Orleans Pelican that series mm-hmm. that between Golden State and New Orleans, I believe, in the second round, won six games. I th- I'm have. pretty sure it did. And I don't think Anthony Davis gets enough credit for that. I mean, granted, they still lost the series, but he, they – because that Golden State team was absolutely dominant, right? And, uh, again, I know they lost, but mm-hmm. the fact that – it's just funny how no one talks about it because – Going six games with that Warriors Would it be 2018 team? or even farther oh, what's back? What's that? Would it be 2017, 2018? I think it was 2018. I think. If it was 2018, then Golden State won 4-1. Hmm. I swear, I thought a series won six games. Maybe I'm crazy. But, um... Hmm. I don't know. I'll look into that. But... Regardless, Anthony Davis is also on my list. I like Anthony Davis a lot. I think him and LeBron James are would have done a lot of great things if this season, particularly if if the season mm-hmm. uh, would commence once again. But but yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, next spot number six. Uh, not gonna go over too much because it's pretty much already did. Uh, just now, but I have Steph Curry. Ah, okay. Um, number six for me, I have James Harden. Yeah, ah. James Harden at number six. Um, animal of a man. As because again, based on strictly basketball and skill and talent, his shot is unbelievable. His ball handling is is arguably top five right now. Maybe even higher. Um, he was poised to he was uh, if the season went the uh, finished the way it was uh, going he was going to lead the league once again in scoring uh, with 34.4 points a game he's an animal I mean you said it before about Luca. James Harden is a walking bucket in every sense of the word oh he is the actual Uh, bucket man what people fail to see, but not fail to see, but what I guess maybe f- the um, uh, what, what am I looking for? I guess what circulates around him is the fact that he can never get to the NBA Finals. And when Chris Paul went down against Golden State, that was that was the last opportunity. Not the last opportunity, but that was 
a, a missed opportunity by Houston. Absolutely. That was, that was their chance right there to uh, do it. Because if they were able to take down the Warriors in that final game, they, I don't know, I mean, they've been playing the, they would have been playing the Cavs. I guess. They could have beat the Cavs. I think it could have, it could have been close, you know, like we, we don't know. We don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, going to, um, going to the next spot, number one, two, three, four, five. This is where I have James. Mm. Okay. Um, so again, we just covered him. So who do you have as your number, number five? five? The big man himself, Anthony Davis. There we go. All right, so we've got our top four left, and I would have to assume now that you just dropped Davis there, and I've got my – we both got our Hardens out. We both got our uh, Curries out. I would assume we both have the same four players. We, If we don't, <laughs> then there's going to be – Because that doesn't even mean what we don't think one of these players are in the top four. We didn't even have them in the top ten. <laughs> That's not good. Well, it should be interesting because I think we will have very, I think we'll have different orders of these four, but I would assume they have to be the same four. Um, I feel like, and on that topic, we're gonna have, have the same four? number four, and we both have Kevin Durant at the four. Wow, we do not. <laughs> oh, you have Kawhi at the four. I have the Greek man. Oh, at four. okay. As much as I want to have him higher, I couldn't do it. I need, I compared to the rest of them just because he is, I'd say, besides maybe Leonard, him and Leonard are the two best defensive guys left out of these four. Giannis is truly unstoppable on offense. Um, the one thing that would push him higher on this list is if he had a stronger, more consistent jump shot. Um, Cause that is something he's done better with this year. He's actually done a lot better with it this year, but he's still not perfect right. from there. So that's why I decided to put the past MVP at number four. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and, and for me, I guess my thought process with, with Durant getting the four spot is his injury and him going down. That's, that's what I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I I think because based on how Kawhi's playing and and Giannis is playing and LeBron's playing, LeBron's an absolute machine still. How old is he? 36, 37, 37, I believe maybe 36. It's just not even like that. The, the elevation of play from those players, I feel like, don't get me wrong, no disrespect to Kevin Durant, but he deserves the four spot compared to uh, the um, the other three players being higher. I, I like that. Yeah. I respect that. Um, I think I was going off of it more. I, I was ranking it assuming that Despite the fact that he hasn't played this season, assuming he comes back to his full potential, I believe Durant would be higher. However, I absolutely 
can agree with you that because of the injury, you got to throw the other guys above him. Smart man. So, so then for number three, number three, I have. Let's see, if we I agree have Kawhi Leonard. Hey, so do I. Hey, <laughs> uh, huh. um, I thought it was a no-brainer here. Boardman, Boardman gets, gets paid. Um, we talk about LeBron James being being a machine, but Kawhi Leonard is, is an actual robot. robot. He is a cyborg. And if you don't believe me, I want you to go back and watch the uh, the a a a video because <laughs> I'll tell you what, he doesn't sound human, and he doesn't play like a human either. <laughs> he does. Uh, incredible things on the basketball court, whether if it's his, his shot is automatic, you know, the ball, his the shot ball. is automatic. And I think that's some like people like respect his scoring. People respect his defense, but like, I feel like his jump shot isn't talked about enough. Cause what it is, yo, I feel like whenever he, he hits a shot, the ball doesn't even like hit the net. It just goes right in. No. You know what I mean? Like it, the ball just well, goes in, and and the net doesn't even move. You know, like I'll be honest, I didn't even really watch a whole lot of Clippers games this year. But when I saw him a lot was last year on that playoff run with Toronto, because I'd probably that was probably the most I watched um, basketball that season. Especially because near the end, it was like it was a there was no LeBron, so I was like, all right, who's gonna win the East? Plus, my Magic had made the playoffs for the first time. And that first round matchup, they had the the Raptors. And when I tell you every time, like people talk about how players have like their signature, like shot, like Dirk has the one foot fade. Kobe has his post fade. Like you got all like Harden with the step back. Um, Kawhi Leonard is the most simple, basic signature shot that little Every time I was watching and hoping that the Magic could somehow squeeze out a win, every time I saw him drive across the lane and take that like that three steps inside the free throw line or like right around free throw line, like slightly fading jumper, that didn't touch anything. Every time it, it left, it's so funny you say that. He's the most simplistic basketball player, traditionally. In every sense of the word, simply because he – I don't know if you've heard of this this phrase before, but he's not, like, a sexy player, if, if that makes sense. No. You know no, what I, I mean? Like, yeah, Luka Doncic, yeah. he's – you know, what he does is sexy. Like, Steph Curry is sexy. But Kawhi is, is, is very, like, mean, mugging. I, I don't – I just – like, I didn't know he was, like – and – Granted, it's not like he's taking, like, he can shoot from three, but it's not like he's taking these, like, deep shots that are, like, surprising me. He's taking these, like, free throw line fading jumpers. And, like, going into this series, I didn't know he was more than, like, a slightly above average shooter. And he's not missing a single one of these, no matter who is on him. As long as he got to that spot on the court, he made it. And, And then don't get me started on that game winner he had against the Sixers, which is just 
absolutely incredible. That shot is legendary. But I, I want to point oh. out that didn't the Magic have a one a one zero lead in that series? The Magic didn't win the first game. <laughs> they won the first game off of three pointer by DJ Augustine. DJ Augustine and uh, DJ Augustine is an animal. <laughs> I remember. I remember when Orlando beat them. Oh. That gave me such a sense of false. And they would eventually lose the the next four, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I I they won the first game, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bet on the <laughs> second game, and they lost by twenty. Uh, that's what they do. <laughs> I they was watching you, the game. I was watching the game. I'm like, oh, this isn't going well. Like, Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam were just tearing them apart. All right. Um. Number two, uh, I have who you mentioned before, uh, Kevin Durant. Ah, very nice. Very nice. Um, can I make a safest uh, assumption that yours is young? It is. Okay. Um, which, which means? And just real quick on Durant again. The only reason I have him so high is when he is fully healthy, he really no, is unstoppable. Um, like, Curry might have the greatest shot in the league. Clay Thompson might have one of the greatest shots in the league. Durant's unbelievable. Durant is right there with him, which is what was so scary, having all three of them on the same team. Like, you arguably had the three best shooters in the league on the same team. Um that that shot, that form is just so clean. It, it's dangerous. And the fact that, um, oh, but I'm that sorry, means, I was going to say the fact that he's so tall. His jump shot mm-hmm. is, it's unguardable. Well, that's the thing. Is like imagine, like imagine Steph Curry was like seven foot. Steph Curry would be like, the best player in the NBA. Essentially. Yeah. Um, but off of that, that leads to our final player, which I would have to assume we both have the same man. Yes. And that would be Dwight we, Howard. I see. You have Dwight Howard. <laughs> um, I have uh, I have Tony Douglas. He was on the Knicks. And... <laughs> oh, I love Tony. And Steve Novak and Pablo Prigioni all collectively get the number one spot. They all did it collectively. Well, my my honorable mention, even though he's not in my top ten, was Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, the the king, King LeBron. Um, I I mean, you just can't not put him number one still at the age he is today. <sighs> my thing is, he gets so much hate, and I really don't know why. <laughs> You know, like the amount of criticism and and scrutiny he receives, it, it's mind boggling to me because people people just like to be negative. It's it's crazy because we have this this this, this we're witnessing the every oh time this man steps on the court and instead of just admiring and respecting his play, we're we're criticizing and critiquing and. And I understand if you throw on ESPN, like the analysts and and broadcasters and commentators, they're paid to do that. But it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. With some, with ridiculous. some of the, I mean, the 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 BS they say. Um, 
even just this past season for those who think he may be too old to be playing in the league. Um, he just put up 25-8 and a career-high 11 assists a game. He was leading the league in assists. LeBron James at 36, who's a small forward, was leading the, the only non-point guard on the list of uh, top five in assists, and he is the leader in assists. He's simply, simply nutty numbers. Absolutely nutty. He was he had ten point six assists, followed by my man Trey Young with nine point three, and then Ricky Rubio, Luka Doncic, and Ben Simmons. So all point guards, but you have LeBron at number one. That's how it should be. Uh huh. Um. Well, just like that. That's uh. That was our list. Now, uh, let us know what you think. You know, if you disagree, you could come egg our houses. You could. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> please. I don't <laughs> want to clean it. Uh, you can egg it to make the point. Please clean it after. Um, did you, you, you wanted to do the other, uh, we're doing uh, three different. Uh, yes, we are. So we will close this one out. And then we'll start up. Uh, start at the next step. Fa- favorite sports moment? I think we can do that. So make sure everyone to tune in uh, to the next episode. We, me, and Joe are going to be talking about favorite sport moment or moments in history. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a very good one. All right. Well, thank you for your list, Joe, and I will. Uh, I'll be talk good, to you baby. soon.